This is Marvel's 616 Politics, episode 77. Well, start over. Hold, hold on. Sorry. Something happened. Okay. Ready? Yeah. This is Marvel's 616 Politics, episode 77, with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Merry Christmas! Well, no, no, Happy New Year. Happy New Year! <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Oh, just New Year, new me. It's crazy. What What is new? What is new about you? Oh well, nothing really. Oh, it's well. uh, it's just kind of one of those things, you know, like you make that uh, New Year's Eve. What is it? You 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 say? Um, resolution resolution yeah that's the word that's it and then you don't really do it so what was your resolution i didn't even do one this year (laughs) (laughs) i was like i do one every year what i don't really do it so let's not let myself down (laughs) so so you just you just skipped step two (laughs) you're like you know what you think of a resolution, you say a resolution, then you don't do it. Well, I just didn't <laughs> say it. I didn't even Jennifer, think about it. Jennifer found a pin on Pinterest that said, I can't believe I've waited an entire year to not become a better person. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be a better person. I think mine was like to have 15 rabbits producing all at one time. <laughs> I think that's How really. How can you control that? That's what I said. How can you control that? Not like across the world, like in the ones I own. Not across. I know not across the world, but like, how do you? You can't make them do their business. Oh, oh my! It takes like two seconds. Oh, <laughs> you put like it's like oh okay. You want to breed them? Okay, well I don't know. I don't have that much time. Well, you just put the female in with the male, and like in ten seconds, it's done. Oh, so then you have probably already accomplished your New Year's <laughs> resolution. Well, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be on a <laughs> on a proverbial cycle, so to speak. Okay, okay. Because yeah. yeah. otherwise, like you could finish before we even make it to the next segment. <laughs> Let's change the subject. <laughs> oh, we've got lots of rabbits <laughs> already. <laughs> All right, this is terrible. Okay, so. <laughs> This is a comic book podcast. Uh, thank you for listening to Marvel 616 Politics. You can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. You can visit our website, marvel616politics.com. Or follow us on Twitter at 616politics. You can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. You can look us up on Instagram. Our handle is marvel616politics. You can look us up on YouTube. Marvel 616 Politics. You can even give us a call and leave us a message to play on this very podcast at 616-755-TINA. <laughs> and we are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. The best place on the internet, in the world, to uh, order your comics. Get your comics, your single issues, your trades. Get them 40% off. That's right. 4 Zero. 
If you have a New Year's resolution to save money, you should be spending money at DCBS. They just uh, have you been there lately to the website? To the website, I have not made my January order. No, they have overhauled the whole website, so it looks totally different. But it's easier to navigate, and they even have a spot where you can click specials, and it tells you everything that's discounted fifty percent and more. Ooh, that's good. What's on on Marvel? What's anything? It was. I I was looking for some action figures actually, and I was like, well, I wonder what their specials are. So just this afternoon, I clicked it. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> just take my money. <laughs> Here's my credit card number. Here's the pin on the back. Oh, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. And, uh, you know, they'll ship their books right to your door. And they're packaged so that they, they change their packaging, too. It's no longer the couch cushions. Did you notice that? I did not. It's like the wraparound giant bubble wrap. So it's pretty good. I like it. I like it a lot. That must have been their resolution for the new year. New website and no more couch cushion. Yeah, and they got a new store. They're opening up a giant warehouse. They got a coffee shop. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Go there. Wow. They should come to Dayton. They should come to Dayton and bring their store. Another store. I'll help them run it. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership, www.crpsavings.com. They are a discount membership program service for all the things that you need to purchase through Office Depot, whether it's pens, pencils, paper, office furniture, technology, you name it. By having a Community Retail Partnership membership, you're able to save significantly uh, for the rest of your life through all your purchases at Office Depot. Phew, it's a long time, hopefully. I would hope so. Yeah, unless your universe is rebooted. Oh, that's not. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're also sponsored by Michael Webb Solutions at michaelwebbsolutions.com for all of your marketing and SEO needs. That's, fa- that's you know, that 1B, right? Just one. Singular. Michael Webb Solutions. Not Michael Webb Solutions. Very good. Very right. good. Right. And that's Darren, right? Well, yes, yes. Well, he, I mean, he's fantastic. Yeah, I just didn't throw his, because that would be too long. Darren Michael Webb Solutions might be too long. You know, I was told never to trust a man with two first names. Oh. But he spells his name differently, kind of like you, with an I, right? Yes. You guys are like two peas in a pod. It's really <laughs> disconcerting. Well, I love peas. <laughs> I don't like very many other vegetables, but peas I do enjoy. You you're a very picky eater, but peas you can look pick through the the uh, you know the Chinese fried rice to get those. Ugh. What? But you don't like fried rice? No. Oh, that steamed carrot was too spicy for me. Ew! Did they have spicy <laughs> carrots in it? No. Ugh. Okay. You give those to your rabbits? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Is there? I anything brought it around. Besides. <laughs> Is there anything we need to talk about? Yes, there's something we need to talk about. Before we get to our awards this year. Yes. What? Absolutely. What? Gem City Comic Con, baby. Okay, tell me what's going on with Gem City Comic Con. And also, tell me why it's called Gem. Uh, For some reason, the city of Dayton is called Gem City. Oh. I don't know that we have gems or diamonds or anything like that, but I haven't seen any if we do. Okay. 
But Gem City Comic Con is the annual big Comic Con that's held in Dayton, Ohio every year. Uh, it's always the best Comic Con every year. I, I go all over the place and I always have enjoyed the Gem City one the best. And this year, uh, Marvel 616 Politics has been granted uh, press passes for the show. And we're going to be there uh, on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be walking around. We'll uh, have some t-shirts for sale with us. Uh, We're hoping to get some good interviews with uh, people like Rob Liefeld, the creator of Deadpool. He'll be there. And uh, so come out and see us. We're really excited. This is going to be our first uh, convention official appearance. So, like, we're going to be wearing our t-shirts, right? Well, Darren and I are. We're not sure if we're going to have you with us or not see when you were saying we i thought you automatically meant that i was going and so i was playing along i was winking the whole time you were talking i don't know if you saw that well i thought maybe you might want to make an announcement on the show i would love to go that's my announcement it sounds fantastic (laughs) (laughs) look hey look listen most likely i'll be there but there's some weird things going on with my job right now, so I can't commit to that. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, it'd be awesome if you can. Scott Jimenez even posted that he might, if Andy was coming, he might have to think about making a trip down to the Gem City. Seriously? Scott I know. Be there? He, he said he just posted possibly. <laughs> you know, we've had a friendship for years now scott and i going all the way back to comic booked and uh it'd be great to meet him actually yeah i think so i think about how dan slot is terrible (laughs) unless he is dan slot is dan slot gonna be there because then scott is gonna be there we all know that he is he is dan (laughs) slot we're also looking to put together we we talked to the the promoters and they said if we can get a group of 20 tickets they'd be happy to discount them for us. Oh, okay. So if anybody wants to go contact Let us know on Facebook. Us. Oh, Facebook, right. That yeah, thing. just let us know through Facebook. That'd be the best way. Gotcha. Send us a message. But you got to be committed. You can't be like, "Yeah, I'll go." And then we buy these tickets for a discounted price and then nothing. That's right, cuz I will cut you. Whoa, easy. It's a good thing that this isn't a video podcast. I will take a male rabbit and a female rabbit and hide them in your house somewhere, and you'll wake up and have a thousand rabbits in your house. That's not exactly how that works. Okay. We can talk after the show. Okay. We might need to clarify a couple things. So, should we get into the... I'm really excited about these awards. Yeah. Okay. You want to do it? Do it. Do it.
music makes me want to cry. It's so beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's long. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but hey, did you see Interstellar? Did we talk about this? Uh, you talked about it, but I've not seen it. Okay, all right. Well, then never mind, because we were on a record time to getting to actually the topics of discussion and not essing around. You know... I was on iTunes this week, and I was reading the comments that had been left. And every time I go, I always read the the same comment from a guy that left this comment like three or four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, if they'd stop talking about all that junk at the beginning, how do I even know this is a comics podcast? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's true, but when you get down to it, we don't know what we're talking about on comics. <laughs> For our own life, we have a better shot at that. Yeah, look at how there's other podcasts you can listen to. Okay, That's why ours is different. Oh yeah, no, it is. It is. It's about you know, it's about two friends, two guys reading comics. There you go. I mean, and sometimes watching movies. Sometimes living out the comics. Well, that's called LARPing. Uh, no, that's called uh, my movie just got nominated for an Oscar yesterday, fool. What? Yeah, I was the star of Captain America 2 Winter Soldier. No, 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 no. No, let me correct you here for a second. I thought you were in a movie called Freezer Burn. Well, yeah, I just couldn't tell you what it was really called. You lied to me? I didn't lie to you. That's what it was called at that time. Oh. If you look at all the little, uh, you know, where they do like, and action, that little thing that they slap together and they're black and white, you know? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. It, it says, like, you know, for it, the the name of the movie is written on it, and then it has all the numbers on it, and then right before they say action, they snap it together. Could you be more specific? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You don't know what it's called either. The action thing. The action thing, yeah. The it's action thing. Burn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what, 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 was, <laughs> what was the Oscar? Best visual effects. Oh, well, I can see that. We watched that the other night. Oh, it's fantastic. Had Jackie seen it? Yeah, we watched it again. Okay. With good. the girls, actually. Really? Yeah. What'd they think? Well, this is actually not the first time they've seen it, as much as I feel like I'm a bad parent admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> but they really like it. They really like it. And the music's good, and oh, it's fantastic. Now, because uh, every year their their ages different ages. Change. Yeah, that's true. Well, how old is the youngest one? Five. Five. Okay. Nine, seven, and five. Yeah. And and the 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 shooting and the explosions, and they're all good with it. Well, they they do say, "Wow, this movie's very violent," and that's probably the most violent movie that they've seen. And you know, it it sounds stupid, but we had. Some friends of ours said, yeah, we watched this with our kids last night. And we were like, what? And then we started thinking about it, and we were like, uh, maybe maybe it's okay. So then last <laughs> last Friday, we had, we had watched it with them before, probably, whenever it came on, on DVD. Um, but last Friday, we were like, oh, well, yeah, let's have a movie night. Let's, let's make our own pizzas and have a movie night. And two out of the three girls were like, isn't it amazing when he's in the elevator and he's fighting all those guys? I would really like to watch that one. <laughs> they were trying to convince us, and they did. They seriously convinced us because we, Jackie and I were looking at each other like, oh, that is a good scene. 
<laughs> oh yeah, no that. Oh, what about when he's on the ship and he's fighting that guy and they're jumping around? I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's good too. So yeah, that that they did convince us. But so they weren't like, and that and that one scene where that guy and that girl are running. They didn't. That one didn't stick out for them. The guy and the girl are running. Uh, Jennifer and I. Oh oh oh. <clears throat> they. They didn't. They didn't say that one in a positive light, so I kind of skipped over that. So, let me ask you. I, I know we're kind of we're not into the predictions right now, but <laughs> with with you having three girls, right. do you find that the three of them are like we like Black Widow? She's a girl, or we like Captain America? He's cute, or we just like the movie? Um, they don't think that Black Widow is necessarily the most modest person. Okay. Um, they do like what Captain America stands for, and I think they really do like how cool Bucky is. Not like just kind of how cool, like he can catch Captain America's shield. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that's that's mainly it. But they like Captain America because he always does what's right. He's like, oh, he's he he did what's right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how do you want to handle awards? You want to. You know, we changed the awards a little bit from last year. Do you want to go back over, or do you want to hit the new ones and say who won last year? Yeah, let's do it that way. Okay. Let me pull up my awards. You got yours? I do. All right, man. You want to just go down the list the way we have them? Yeah. What we did is we looked at, you know, the the main, you know, writer, artist, that kind of stuff. But then we looked... This is more so focused at on the characters and the books themselves as opposed to necessarily the people behind them. So just want to put that out there. If you don't hear us say our favorite letterer, it's all right. There are other shows that will do that for you. <laughs> yes. But our first one look, would be... I can right. tell you, look, I can tell you, hands down, my favorite letterer is David Hopkins from uh, the Hideous Energy podcast. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure that's yours too. Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. Right. Our first, our first one we're gonna do is the best writer. Andy, let me just ask you a question before we do that too. Okay. When people say what's more important, we've talked about this before, but writer or artist? I I'm gonna say that this year I changed my mind, actually. Be and I've gone more toward the center. I always say it's the best. It's the writer that's most important. But I do not like Remender's all-new Captain America, but the art is so good Mm. that I keep going back to that. Now, I do not like the art in Superior Iron Man, but the writing is very captivating. Mm. So it's shifted more toward art now, or at least the center where they're kind of equal. I think the Red Skull's inversion spell has... Hit both of us, Andy, because both of our axes have been turned. Wow, that's <laughs> that's very geeky. Because <laughs> I was always big on the art, and this year I switched over to. I'm still the the guy in the middle. I think they're both equally important, but if I had to pick one, I'm moving now towards the writing instead of the art. Wow, that is pretty impressive for I, you. And you had said your titles. I think mine what did it was axis, in that. Uh, the 
art was was so all over the place that it made me have to really follow the story even though I didn't care for the story it made me like really have to pay attention more to the story because the art was so everywhere and I couldn't focus and make a cohesive you know altogether book for myself I understand I understand so with that Andy who was your best writer this year and who was your best writer last year all right, so best writer this year for me was Hickman, Jonathan Hickman. So he is currently writing Avengers and New Avengers. Gotcha. And last year it was Brian Michael Bendis. Really? Yep. Now was he? Would he still be up there for you? He is. He is. He hasn't dropped that. This latest issue of um, uh, just what is it called? Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man was was fantastic. He, it really was. But overall, over the course of the year, I, I got to hand it to Hickman. I think last year it was between the two of them as well. Okay. And, and, and Hickman kind of had, because he had both books, it, it was kind of like a cohesive story, and he, he kind of had a leg up on some of the competition. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there were a lot of good writers out there. It's, I just think his, his is some of the best written as overall plot character well he doesn't do a whole lot of character let's be honest he doesn't do a whole lot of character development but uh plot tone theme and um the the tightness and the cohesiveness of of the overall story okay i'll give you that all right what about you man uh well i don't i don't have my stuff from last year but my best writer for this year is cullen bunn on really really <laughs> that title has just blown my socks off. My socks are actually off right now, but it was because of Colin Bunn. It was. It's been. A, <laughs> That's why they're off. Right now. I can remember the a podcast that we did when we talked about news, and the big thing was Magneto. It was announced Magneto's getting his own series, and I was like, the series that no one demanded, <laughs> Magneto, and this isn't going to work. And of course I read the first issue, but then after that, and now I'm like, when that book comes out, that's the first one I read for that week. That's, that's a big switch, dude. I know. Well, good. Last year you had picked Brian Wood on, uh, X-Men. Yeah. Well, he started that title off very well. It just didn't continue. (laughs) All right, now it's your turn to go first. Best artist of the year. This was easy. Really? Steve McNiven on Death of Wolverine. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I might have to change mine. Oh, (laughs) crap. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Oh, good pick. Good pick, man. I, I think Marvel has some of the best artists out there, and... Like from Carlos Pacheco, Sal Aroca, uh the Kubert brothers, I like a lot of their stuff. But reading the four issues of Death of Wolverine, it it was like it was just so realistic. It took me back to when he he did uh, Old Man Logan, you know, your favorite. Uh, when he did Civil War, and whether it, you like any of those stories, you can just salivate over the pictures. Oh, that good good pick. Good pick. Last year, yours was 
Koi Pao. Oh, Oliver's good. <laughs> he is good. He is good. And he started out doing um, the Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. I picked uh, Man in the Running was Eminem, Diodato Jr., and Lionel Yu. Now, Lionel Yu hasn't done too much this year for Marvel, but he did do a couple issues of Axis, which were the highlight of that series. But I went with consistently good Leonard Kirk. On? On Fantastic Four. That is out of left field. I know it is. I know it is. But when I started looking through everything and I tried to gauge it on consistency of every time I opened the book, I thought, wow, this is really crisp. This is really clean. He didn't do anything super spectacular, but it, that's because the story didn't warrant it, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But his his work, he's top-notch. Hmm. Consistency is extremely important, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can do a one-off issue and it'd be gorgeous, but can you do issue two, three, and four just as good? <laughs> right. Uh, last year I had picked Eminem. Oh, and he almost made it. Yep. I think his art's really improved on all-new Captain America from his previous stuff. You know, I don't know if it's his art that's improved or the coloring. Whoever the colorist is mm-hmm. on that book is is good, is very good. Oh, we should have done Best Colorist Award. Oh, yeah. Maybe next year, but probably <laughs> not. <laughs> All right, I'm really interested in these next couple for you. All right, Andy, your best team. Okay, I think this year the best team, hands down, is the Illuminati. Mm. And where where they've taken the Marvel Universe, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's quite a thing, quite a <laughs> quite a turn of events. How, how do you even go back? <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> how about you? Um, I, I, did, I know that you said in the notes, not necessarily a book, but I went with a book because there really are only like, you know, six major teams, but I went with the amazing X-Men. Ooh, okay. I really like that team, how it flows. I think Chris Yost is a, is an excellent writer. Uh, but just that group, it, it's got Storm, Colossus and Nightcrawler on it. So it kind of throws you, and originally it had Wolverine. So it kind of takes you back to the, the mid-70s classic X-Men vibe. But then you've also got a couple new newer characters on there to, to kind of fill in the gaps. But it's just kind of like a fun team. They've got great chemistry and lots of history. So that, that team works for me really well. But good, now right? that you say the Illuminati... Holy cow. That's definitely probably second then. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you liking the Amazing uh, X-Men book as much as you were before? Yeah. Uh, there were a couple issues that uh, threw me off. But then this last issue with uh, searching out the Sidorak gem, I'm back on board. Oh, I haven't read that yet. Oh, well, then you better. It's really good? Well, there's a lot of character development good uh and anything with juggernaut makes me happy <laughs> now is yours going to continue to write that do we know i thought for some reason he was going to be pulled from that as far as i know he's on it for good okay good yeah because new warriors got canceled so and scarlet spider 
Yep. 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 He's a, he's a good writer. He's I mean, he's he's I think he's a great writer. He is a good writer, but that New Warriors, I couldn't stomach that. I I have one issue left, and it's like pulling teeth to get me to read. It. <laughs> it's it's just it's just rough. <laughs> you know, Scarlet Spider. At least I was interested. Yeah, the New Warriors. I I think it was just kind of doomed to fail when it was announced. Yeah, I think so. There's just not a lot of demand for them. No. No. You are correct. All right. Best solo character. Not necessarily a title. That one was easy. That was Storm for me. (laughs) I thought it would be. (laughs) She's had a lot of growth this year, not only with her solo series, but um, dealing with the the death of Wolverine and kind of stepping up and running the X-Men team. Uh, the pro- the the female team, the amazing team, the the team at the school, and then working in her own solo book, and throughout the Marvel universe, she's my my best solo character. All right, last year you had said best hero was Wolverine and best villain was the Apocalypse Twins. Oh, okay. Uh, mine this year, I went with kind of overall most character development. Who I who I kind of appreciated the most and who was a little bit different offbeat like kind of you know captain america's captain america even though remender whatever but but i went with peter quill star lord and not because of the movie well indirectly because of the movie (laughs) because i feel like after the movie he was more clearly defined for the writers so now they were like, oh, that's what he's supposed to look like. Okay, I can write that. And since then, his relationship with Kitty Pride and everything, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the Sam Humphreys uh, Star-Lord title. Oh. So it's, uh, it, 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 it's kind of strange, but I think that um, now he's got enough uniqueness in his character that I can actually say, oh, okay, I can pick him out of a crowd. He's not just a cookie-cutter character. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I feel like he was before. I feel like he was just the same as Richard Ryder, or he was just the same as, you know, uh, oh, who's the other dude up there? Quasar. Yes. Good. Yeah, Star Lord was like just a space guy with a gun. He wasn't different than anyone else. Exactly. So I, that's what I like about these awards is when those left. Those you know the the artists of Fantastic Four and Star Lord are two of your awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you know could not have predicted. So uh, your best Avengers title. Uh, I'm gonna go with Avengers proper. I think that it it has gone back and forth um, over the new Avengers and Avengers. Um, there's plenty that. We're not in the running at all. Secret, Secret <laughs> Avengers, Mighty Avengers. Um, but I think Avengers proper, the whole story of the, the gems and Captain America and getting flung into uh, the future was was really great. Really, really great. I went with the same thing. Avengers proper for the reasons that you said. <laughs> I think it's interesting too. Uh, Ten years ago... We wouldn't have had this as a category. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. It would have been uh, New Avengers because that's the only title that's out. Right. That's funny. Is it? Has it been that long? 
Because Bendis, is that when Bendis first started New Avengers? Yeah, it was uh, after Disassembled. Wow. And Johns was writing before that, right? Yeah, th- that was a great run, but there was no need for another Avengers title. I mean, there's always Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, but one Avengers team, you know? What did Johns do on his run of the Avengers? Anything notable? Um, I remember he had She-Hulk go crazy. Uh, the Red Skull um, had a, like this red mist, and it changed everybody to skull faces. Hmm. Uh, I remember a story with Wasp and, and uh, Hank Pym that they did something that I had not seen in comic books before. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed his, his take on it. What, and was then it was, the, what was the thing that they did that... It was not something appropriate that I'd seen in a comic book before. Oh, oh, oh. Was it... Oh, okay. All right. Well, if you can't say it on air. <laughs> but but he, had, yeah, he had a good run, though. I, I got all those trades. That's what I got into with Avengers before. I, you know, so many people got in when uh, Disassembled happened. But I got in just like maybe, you know, four or five trades before Disassembled and... I loved it. Hmm. It was uh, stuff with uh, Jack of Jack of Hearts. His storyline was playing out. How they were keeping him in the basement when he would explode and stuff. And Bendis, <laughs> Bendis definitely uh, did away with him. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Who is this guy, dude? I think the first Avengers story I ever read was Disassembled. Really? Yeah, and then it just went on from there. We were in. College then, right? That was college time. Yeah, right. I had only read Spider-Man and some X-Men up until that point. Man. All right. <laughs> Best X-Book. What's yours? I know what I wanted to go with, but I went with Magneto. As oh, yeah. Yep. I wanted to go with Storm, but there have been there's a hit and miss issue here and there, but Magneto has just been so consistently excellent. It's super, super character-driven. There's lots of continuity, but if you don't know about those things, they just look like Magneto looking into his past. It's no big deal. But for continuity, dorks were like, oh my gosh, they remembered that! It's (laughs) the, The art is not my style, but it goes with the theme and the feel of the book. So yes. I love it. Yeah. I just can't get enough of this title. <laughs> <laughs> it should be interesting where it's going to go after Axis, don't you think? Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure that Colin Bunn thought, oh, I get to keep writing this? Like, it <laughs> didn't get canceled? <laughs> but Magneto's setting up in Genosha now, and he's he's understands that the the whole mutants running their own you know running the world is not how things should work it's not going to work like that so him setting genosha back up shield going after him i think there's a lot of mileage in those stories yeah i think so too now what about you um i had put all new x-men okay and that's that's what i put last year you last year you put x-men uh and I think I'm still on board with all new X-Men. I, I really like Kitty Pride. I really like uh, the 
the art, the new costumes and everything. Uncanny, it's it's intriguing me. Did you read the annuals, the Uncanny and the All New annual? I did. I'm I'm really intrigued by that story. I don't know where that's going to go. Uh, but I think out of the two of them, I think All New X-Men is, is where it's at. And that's the one I, I can't wait to read when it comes out. That's really interesting because uh, that is the book that when I pick it up, I'm like, oh, I can't remember what's going on in here. Oh, they're in the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> like, I just, every month when I read it, I'm like, I forget what's going on. Oh, now I know what they're doing. <laughs> that might That might come with... Uh, that might come with just reading as many books as we do, though. Well, but, I mean, of all the X-Men books, that's the one I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm two issues behind on Adjectiveless. Is uh, Guggenheim I, still reading that? Uh, that that, that whole space saga was very rough. <laughs> You said you liked it because it was coming back. It was calling back to the to the uh, Rachel Gray and end of end of Gray's thing. The first two issues, I was like, "Sweet, we're going somewhere," but we stayed in the same place for like five issues. Yeah, it was bad. So then I was just like, nothing was happening. The story just wasn't progressing. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I you know Guggenheim. Let's all remember. Okay, he was the one that wrote Young X Men. I was waiting for you to say that. Okay, with ink. Yes. <laughs> Let us not forget. <laughs> um, all right, best event of the year. Now, there is, I, when I looked up what our choices were on this, it was difficult because there's events, limited series, and crossovers. And crossovers is, has kind of a muddy definition, but I put crossovers in with this events okay so why don't you go first uh for best event there were five nominations <laughs> and uh you want to say what they were original sin death of wolverine axis spider-verse and time runs out and uh it was really between two for me um death of wolverine and time runs out I couldn't go with Time Runs Out because it just has not ran out yet. (laughs) (laughs) Time keeps running. (laughs) But Death of Wolverine happened. He died. I think it was a pretty poignant way for him to go out, and it made sense. I love the art on it. Uh, I love the characters that were brought into it, and it wasn't just uh, a throwaway story. And it's still being felt throughout the Marvel Universe in multiple titles today. So I went with Death of Wolverine. Good choice. Good choice. Um, are you reading the the Weapon X or the or Wolverines? I am, yeah. Yeah, just the first issue. No, two issues are out. Yeah, yeah. what do you think about that? Uh, I've not gotten to the second one yet, but the first one... Well, did you read the, the leading up to them, the two, uh, the mm-hmm. two series, with Weapon X and then um, what was the other one? Logan Legacy? Legacy? Yes. Yeah, uh, those were those were good. I know that you really liked them. Uh, Wolverine's number one was interesting. Yeah, not sure where it's going. It's a weekly, right? It's Charles Soule yeah. on a weekly title. Yeah, yeah. The ending was like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> but the first, you know, fifteen pages were kind of, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. 
It was it was kind of a you know I was really intrigued. I think what caught my attention was that wow these are all new characters and I actually care what's happening mm. for the for the for the previous series. But now I think I'm done caring. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't care in the first place. <laughs> what I can't figure out is if is Sabretooth nice or not nice because wasn't he mean in that limited series and now in Wolverines he's not but. He yeah. was captured the whole time, right? Exactly. Is he inverted or not? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think Marvel knows either. I, I don't think that they care. Yeah. Like, are you going to buy this? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I picked Time Runs Out. Hmm. I am just wrapped up in this story, man. Yeah, it's excellent. Like, I can't... like. When you think of Marvel, when I think of Marvel, all I can think about is what's going on in these two books right now. And I can't figure it out. And it's still holding my attention. The only thing I don't like is Captain America's a big jerk. Jerk face. Yeah, Yeah, he is. Yeah, But I blame Remender for that, not Hickman. Well, I think as you get older, you kind of become more of a jerk. Is that right? And but they don't call it a jerk; they call it crotchety. Oh, okay. All so right. Steve is just kind of crotchety. Yeah, but like he seems like a different character to me. He does. Like, and I don't think that he would have changed that his personality that much because his physical would like he's not. When I open that book, I don't look up to him anymore. And just a few issues ago, I did when he was traveling through time. I was like, oh, this is the hero. He's standing up for what's right. And then all of a sudden he gets old, and I'm like, ah, this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's a senile old crotchety man. That, I mean, does that reflect more on me than it does on him? Or? No, I don't think so, because if he's being written differently. That's what it sa- seems like, and so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned. But, you know, I think, too, if I one morning woke up looking like Chris Evans, and the next morning I woke up looking like Bob Hope, I'd be a little upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But it's still, though, besides the physical, you know, like, you know, going to the bathroom every 10 minutes and stuff like that, it it's not the Steve Rogers. It's not Captain America, but older. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, if it was, if it was Professor X in that, like, I know that I keep saying this. I keep bringing it up. But if it was Professor X doing that stuff... I could buy it a little bit more. He would be less crotchety, yes. But at least you know he's guarded and he's, you know, his moralities, he's got a lot of situational ethics, I feel like, more so than Captain America. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, they made Professor X into a jerk. Like, <laughs> the 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 10 years leading up to his death, it was like, man, you did what? Like, every five issues. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> And even his last will and testament. I know. Like, he's Excuse even dead. Excuse me? You, you, you manipulated their minds? You were married to Mystique? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That whole thing. Ugh. Poor Charlie. Okay, this, this next one. Okay, best goofy book. I, I feel like I need to explain this. There are... There are For some reason, Marvel is printing more, like, comedy books with their characters, more so than they have during Casada's run, or rule, reign, if you will, right? 
his dark reign. <laughs> if, 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 you know, if that helps. <laughs> and so, um, I, I tried to go through and think of all of the ones and they seem like there's a lot more, but I could only come up with four. Um, Deadpool, Secret Avengers, She-Hulk, and Hawkeye during this year. Were there any more that I missed that you know of? Uh, I mean, Rocket Raccoon might fit in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. We can put that in there. But I couldn't, you know, I'll be honest with you, I could not pick one because I don't read those. Ah. I've never been interested in Deadpool. Uh, Secret Avengers, I mean, I'm reading all these other Avengers, and I look at Secret Avengers, and I'm not interested. Uh, She-Hulk, I knew had been canceled so <laughs> before it came out. So I never really got into it. And, you know, I tried to get into the Hawkeye thing when you had told me how good it was, and I just could Well, if you, if you didn't read the first... I mean, the first 12 issues are fantastic, but after that it kind of goes downhill. When, the, when Kate Bishop goes to California, it's like, okay. Uh. <laughs> but what did you select? Out of those, because Hawkeye has gone downhill a whole lot and it wasn't consistently Aja, David Aja doing the art, um, I picked Secret Avengers. Um, I've tried to read Deadpool by, like, I was a big fan of Daniel Way's Deadpool, but I just cannot get into it with this new writer. Um, and I say new, it's probably on issue 30 or something like that. <laughs> So, but anyway, but I picked Secret Avengers because even though I can't really follow the whole story and I kind of look through it, it's it does it does make me giggle. Some of the some of the scenes with uh, Hawkeye and Coulson and like uh, Modok and the giant like sentient bomb that's walking around asking for cake with Spider Woman. It's it's pretty fun. I like it. <laughs> Sounds like a title I don't want to read. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did I not sell it to you? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jared, most underrated title. It's good, but it doesn't get that much press. What do you think? I got to go with Storm. I got to go with Storm. Storm, there, there, were, there was one issue that was kind of eh, and then there was another issue that, that could have probably been done better. But out of the seven issues that have been put out, it's been an excellent, excellent book for character development. But, you know, it came out the same month that Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon came out. And there's been no press for Storm, but plenty for those two. And uh, it, it's a lot of, a lot of the, the press has been through our site, through a couple other sites, Greg Pack himself. And uh, Marvel just really has not supported this book. So that's that's the, the book I'd pick for most underrated, followed uh, by Elektra. Ooh, Elektra, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm kind of losing interest in that story, but now that she's kind of... It's tough to follow with the art. It's tough to follow. Oh, it's been canceled. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, she had a good run. <laughs> uh, mine was Punisher. This okay. book is fantastic, but I don't see many people talking about it at all. No, uh-uh. It's, uh, it's been really good. It's not as good as, as Rucka's run. Well, you know, it's just completely different. Um, but Edmondson knows what he's doing. Uh, he does a lot of the, um, 
you know, a lot of the military aspects of, of it. And uh, he's the one doing Black Widow also. Both are really good books, but I like Punisher better. You know, as you said that, you know, you said not not a lot of people are talking about it. I'm I'm looking at a list of the the newer titles that came out this year: Deathlock, uh, Punisher, All New Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, New Warriors, She Hulk. Those five titles, twenty years ago, were in the double digits in issues. You know, yeah. everybody read Punisher. Everybody read Punisher and Punisher's War Journal. You know, right. Ghost Rider was the hottest book out there and Deathlock actually had a series that mattered you know it was it's She-Hulk I think got up to issue 60 and then now you're like yeah I picked Punisher no one else is talking about it Marvel doesn't care what happened what's the difference did they just front load all their teams like X-Men this X-Men this Avengers this and then they kind of edged out their their publishing roster yeah I, I think it's a good question that could almost probably be an entire podcast where we could devote what happened in the last 25 years? Because <laughs> the, the, the flagship characters of the, the early 90s are not the flagship characters of today. True. Very different. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Well, it's somewhere, but not here. <laughs> All right. The next category is best renumbering. And okay, this category... so let me, let, me, let me explain this category just a little bit. Okay, I was getting ready to, but you go right ahead. Well, uh, just the thinking behind it, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step <laughs> on your moment. The, this this started out as part of the best new title of 2014, okay, that category. But then I was like, well, is it a new title? They just, start, they just stopped it and renumbered it, and there was a little bit of tweak, but so, and then when I saw how many new titles in 2014 there were, holy cow, I was like, this needs to be its own category. So how do you how do you decide your vote? Is it based on did it is it worth being renumbered or is it a good title that's been renumbered? Uh the second one. It's a it's since the renumbering, which is the best title out of these, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, this one was this one was tough, man. So what'd you go with? Oh, oh, uh I I went with Superior Iron Man just because it's I'm most interested in where the story's going from that. I mean, Daredevil is a close second, but I do not like where Slot's taking Spider-Man. I do not like Thor since the girl took over. All new X-Factors is horrible. Wolverine the X-Men is terrible. The renumbering of Wolverine from Paul Cornell was terrible. Fantastic Four, I'm just not interested, even though it does have the best artist. Secret Avengers is tough. You, you know, like, to make to make it make sense, it would be either Fantastic Four or Secret Avengers, because I've already picked those books. But really, I'm more interested in, in what's going on in Superior Iron Man than those other titles. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. More interested, because it matters, you know? Right, right. How about you? Well, I, I went with the the first thought process of like which which one was renumbered, like which one made sense to renumber it because okay. I hate the books are renumbered like they 
they hit issue 24, it's time to renumber and put a new number one on it. I just right. don't like that. That's but a relatively it, new phenomenon, too. Yeah, yeah. And but if the, but if there's such a huge status quo that it's almost not the title anymore, I can understand. Yeah, it's going to be different. Right. Uh, I'm trying to meet them in the middle. So I I selected Thor and all new X Factor. It was a yeah. Thor because it's like this. It it's got Mjolnir in it, and that's it. Other <laughs> than that, it's not Thor at all. So this could be, I can see why it has a new number one. It should have been called something different, Lady Thor or whatever. And then All New X Factor, because it had been canceled, uh, it's a totally different premise than when X Factor was X Factor Investigations. Uh, one person carried over from the previous X Factor team. So I, I guess I can see that that could be restarted with a number one. But the other nominations... There's no way that they should be have been renumbered. Uh, I can I can see I can see Secret Avengers, um, but that's you know Amazing Spider-Man. You can make a case because they had Superior Spider-Man in the middle. Thor is, I mean, according to Jason Aaron, it's the same story. It's just the next chapter. But you don't know if it was editorially mandated. You know, yeah. Eh. The ones yeah. that had no reason to start over Wolverine, the X-Men. Uh, Fantastic Four, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, Hulk. I mean, there's no reason to re- renumber these. Exactly. There, what was the point? Uh, to to sell number ones. You what? What now? To sell number ones. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And it works. It just alienates a lot of people like us. Well, you know, it, it's gonna eventually not work anymore because a lot of people say, "Oh, it's another number one. I gotta, I gotta buy all the, all the number ones," you know, for because they'll go up in value. But they're not going to. I remember doing that in college when the number ones would come out. I'd buy them, and uh, I went up to my closet in the comic book room, and I found a huge pile of comics like spread all over the closet. They had fallen over. And I was picking them up, and I found a stack of the number ones I had bought. It was like Trouble Number One. Oh, Mark Millar, Epic, <laughs> Epic Publishing. Trouble Number One, and Emma Frost Number One. Uh, Emma Frost is that the the like the all ages in school one? It, it was the one that showed her origin. Yeah, yeah, with like all the, the awful part. covers. Yes, that was like a it was like a kids book with those covers. <laughs> yes, it was. What, what was they do? It it wasn't Greg Land. It was a uh, Greg it was, Horn. Uh, it was Greg Horn. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can he can make art, but I mean, man, oh man, like yeah, some some young girl's gonna be able to relate to this. This looks good. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, holy cow, these number ones, no one is gonna buy these. <laughs> But I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> Didn't Greg Horn do an intro for a show one time? He did. He did. No. Greg yeah, he did. Not from me. No, from me. Oh. Really? Yep. Hmm. I'll use well, the next Well, hopefully we'll a Rob Liefeld intro. Oh, who doesn't want that? Yeah, and, and all, the, all the guests have not been announced yet, so maybe more people will come. But, I mean, the creator of Deadpool... The you know coming to Gem City the year before 
Deadpool movie comes out, I think is pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. So, uh, best new title of 2014. There were 29 new titles. It's insane. Holy cow. That is insane. All right, let's run through real quick. All new Invaders, Black Widow, Ms. Marvel, Punisher, Loki, Agent of Asgard, She-Hulk, X-Force, New Warriors, Magneto, Moon Knight, Avengers Undercover, All New Ghost Rider, Iron Patriot, Silver Surfer, Inhuman, Iron Fist, The Living Weapon, Nightcrawler, Elektra, Cyclops, Savage, Hulk, Legendary, Star-Lord, Rocket Raccoon, Spider-Man 2099, Storm, Bucky, Barnes, Winter Soldier, Guardians 3000, Deathlock, Spider-Woman, and Angela Asgard's Assassin. Whew! Yeah. You know, some of those, you know, new title, I know that uh, it's any anything that took a hiatus and came back. Because I know there used to be a Silver Surfer, and I knew there used to be um, a Spider-Man 2099, so, you know. Yeah, but I mean, that was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. So, well, for best new title 2014, uh, again, I wanted to go with Storm, but I had to go with Magneto. <laughs> yep. Yep. I went with Moon Knight because the first six issues of that <laughs> were were just great. It was just off the wall craziness. That was Warren Ellis, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You looking through this list too, I can remember when some of these were announced and the feelings of that'll be canceled. <laughs> that, uh, well, yeah. see, that's in our predictions. We're going to go back over our predictions from last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see if you were right. All right, because <laughs> you did have a couple predictions. This this boy's going to be canceled. <laughs> crazy. All right, the next one: uh, best limited series. Of 2014. Okay. Um, We have Origins 2. Marvel Knights Hulk. Marvel Knights X-Men. Marvel Knights Spider-Man. Revolutionary War. Winter Soldier Bitter March. Deadpool vs. Carnage. All New Dupe. Amazing Spider-Man Learning to Crawl. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Deadpool vs. X-Force. Original Sin Hulk Iron Man. Original Sin Thor Loki. Hawkeye vs. Deadpool. Deadpool Art of War, Death of Wolverine Logan's Legacy, Death of Wolverine Weapon X, Axis Hobgoblin, Axis Carnage, Scarlet Spiders, Axis Revolutions, Trial of Jean Grey, and Goblin Nation. Goodness. I know. There was a lot, and there's a mixture. I know some people out there are saying, that wasn't a limited series. That's not a... But some of these are, uh, you know, tie-ins, I guess. Yeah, the category was limited series slash crossover. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, but reading through that list, there was a lot of junk. Oh, yes, there was. There was a ton of terrible <laughs> stuff. It was hard to pick. Uh, what did you pick? Well, I and I really enjoyed Deadpool versus Carnage, and uh, other than that, I didn't really enjoy too much. So my winning choice, though, is Origins Two. Really? Wow. I I enjoy every once in a while dipping back into the old Wolverine pool and seeing his past revealed. <laughs> uh, last year you picked Superior Carnage. Excellent book. Yep. Uh, this year I picked Amazing Spider-Man Learning to Crawl, which 
this is I, I couldn't believe that I actually enjoyed something Slot <laughs> wrote, but he purposely wrote it like in in a in a sixties fashion, you know, like kind of that innocence and na- uh, nativity. Um, I, I I did I, I really did enjoy it, and the art fit the tone and everything. Um, Trial of Green Gene Gray was uh, a close second, but it was just. It, it didn't stick out enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was very lackluster. Right, yeah. And I knew that you would give me grief if I picked that because you had, you had told me that before. I know you like your all-new X-Men, and, and now that I know that you're in love with Star-Lord, it would have made sense. <laughs> Last year, I picked Daredevil End of Days. That was just finishing up. Okay. All right, let's look over just a couple more here that... Uh, Let's hit the old ones before we go to the best overall issue of 2014. Uh, last year, you had said uh, my character breakout character was Kitty Pride. Yours was Superior Spider-Man. Um, let's see. Breakout character? Where do you? I don't have that category. That was on. That was on last year. Oh, um, sorry about that. The best crossover. This is what I want to get to. The best event or crossover last year. I said Infinity. You said Battle of the Atom. Oh. So, just as a reminder, we'll keep in track. All right, here we go. The best overall issue of 2014. Last year, I said Infinity number four. And I think that's when Thor threw his hammer through that dude. Oh, yes. And you said X-Men number one by Brian Wood. Oh, yes. Okay, this year, what is your best overall issue of 2014? My best overall issue was one that I had seen, I had hoped to see come to fruition when I was in fourth grade watching X-Men, the animated series. <laughs> now I'm really, I'm really curious. <laughs> I didn't know if it would ever come. I knew it should, but it it just took 20 years to actually, well, more than 20 years, but we don't need to talk about that. Took a long time, and finally, Storm Number One came out. And not only was it released, but it was an excellent read from the beginning to the end. It had great character development. It it showed a problem that had to get fixed, and it couldn't be fixed by just a hurricane or some lightning bolts. It took Storm out of her element. Uh. I didn't think I would like the art, but the art made sense for the type of story. It was just a great issue. Well, I agree. That that is a good pick. That is a good pick. I I often wonder if you and I are ever going to pick the same issue again. We both picked. Do you remember that one year we did Secret Avengers number eighteen or whatever? No. What was that yeah. about? <laughs> when uh, it was when uh, Black Widow. It was Nick. It was yeah, Nick Spencer, and he. He talked about Black Widow talking about Bucky dying and how it was important. Gosh, I'm gonna have to go back. Are you serious? You don't remember this? He was, she was, she was, she busted into like a a newspaper room and she was like, you know, they were like, "What does it even matter? He died. He didn't die." And she was like, you know, how it takes. She she explained death in the Marvel universe. Hmm. It was so good. I don't remember. Yes, this makes me worry now. Okay, <laughs> my my overall best issue for 2014 was New Avengers number 21. 
That is where they set the bomb. They mm-hmm. just finished destroying that other super team from another dimension, another alternate reality, another Earth. And there's one guy left, and they leave him there on the planet, and they said, you know, come live with us. And he said, no, I'd rather die here. They get back to Earth-616, and they pass around the detonator. And Stephen Strange can't do it, and Reed can't do it, Iron Man can't do it, T'Challa is about to do it, and then he, he doesn't. And then Namor picks it up. And he says, how dare you let all your morals and standards get in the way. You think you're so big, but you are, our lives are just a pittance. You are so small. And he blows up the entire planet. That was, that was hands down the best issue this year. That was pretty memorable. It was Man, it like I remember. I remember reading that, and I think I even uh, called you, and I was like, "Can you believe this?" <laughs> Maybe we texted. I don't know. Well, now you had told me it was between this issue and another issue. Yeah, the second issue was New Avengers number fourteen, where uh, Stephen Strange goes to Mephisto, and uh, he, for power, he sells all of his soul. Gotcha. That was just a. That was just a fantastic issue, too. It was kind of like a one-off, like, oh, where are they? What is he doing here? That doesn't make any sense. But later you find out that he sold everything to, to be able to stop what's coming. And we haven't really seen that come to fruition yet. So Yeah. Good pick, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I had to go back and get the number, though. And I almost thought number 22 was, was as good when Namor and T'Challa fight and they almost kill each other. But we... Uh, we saw what happens at the end of that. Well, yeah, last week's Avengers 40 was probably in the top 10 for the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poor name. He, he, got, he got his, didn't he? Ooh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I know that John, John Derman, one of our listeners, you know, his favorite character was Namor, and I know he's very distraught and upset about it. But I did have to tell him that the way that it happened... You know, the way that it w- had been um, Building. set up since Avengers versus X-Men when Namor floods Wakanda and destroys it. Yep. For for Black Panther to be plotting and for it to all come around full circle. And not only that, but then to use Black Bolt as well. It's like, whoa, <laughs> he didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he thought, you know, you finally got to see like, okay, well, he's going to... He's a little repentant, finally. This this idiot, this blowhard, is finally saying, yeah, what I did was wrong, and look how this is caused, but I'm willing to set it straight. And then he just he just says, oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. He really takes it to him. When I read that, I was like, oh, my goodness. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. He blew up the whole universe. Well, that is our awards for this year. So overall, we had some good stuff. I would say, though, that hopefully we have a lot better to choose from next year. I really thought that, too. As I was going through stuff, it was somewhat difficult for things to stick out for me this year. Yeah. You know, like, oh, my gosh, I've got too many good things to think of. (laughs) 
said Jared Never in 2014. <laughs> All right, what do you want to do? Do you want to do our predictions, or we got characters to watch out for? Uh, let's do our characters to watch out, our top ten. Okay. All right. Now I gotta say, my uh, my list is kind of boring. Yeah, that goes along with what we were just talking about. Can I? <laughs> I don't necessarily think that. I mean, I'll, pardon me. A lot of these are very predictable. Like you can say, ah, oh, yeah, you know. And I remember I learned my lesson from last year uh, because you were like, well, I mean, they got a movie coming out, so of course. <laughs> Well, what do we always say? Jared's always right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, uh, let's real quick, you want to go down the list of last year's and see uh, how we did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my top 10 last year, uh, number 10 was Marvel Man. Nothing happened. Number <laughs> 9 was Mystique, and she had some development this year. Number 8 was Cyclops. Number 7 was Wolverine. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got my list up. Huh? Are you sure that's from last year? Is that the year before? Oh, do I have two years ago? <laughs> you have two years ago. Holy cow. Well, I don't know where my list is from last okay, year. Okay, I got I got this. <laughs> I'm like looking at it like, that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> okay, uh, number 10. You said Electro. Oh. And I said Miracle Man, so we still lost. <laughs> um, uh, number nine, you said Wolverine, so that was good. I said Scott Lang, which was not. Uh, you said Captain Marvel, number eight. I said Black Widow. I think I won that one. Uh, oh, no, Captain Marvel <laughs> got her own series, too. <laughs> yeah, but it was renumbered, so... <laughs> Um, number seven, you said Nova. I said Electro. Uh, number six, you said Spider Man. I said Star Lord. Oh, you win. Uh, number five, you said Winter Soldier. I said Magneto. Uh, number four, you said Star Lord, and I said Jean Grey. Ooh. Number number three, you said Captain America. I said Starbrand. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think you won that one. Uh, number two, you said in humans. I said Peter Parker. And number one, you said Rocket Raccoon, and I said Maximus the Mad. Interesting picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So last year, as you can see, I learned my lesson. <laughs> so, so um, anyway, but we were one, both we were both thrown off. With the Electro, because nothing really happened. Right. You know. And uh, Marvel Man, I don't think we're going to be adding him to our list ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been on, he was on my list from the first year we started doing he was this. He has been on either the characters to watch or the prediction list every <laughs> year. Gosh. <laughs> they got to do something, right? <laughs> <laughs> just keep reprinting. <laughs> They actually okay, so this doesn't this doesn't I don't think this counts, but the all new Miracle Man annual that came out on December thirty first had new material. Cool. <laughs> so so uh, that that doesn't that doesn't mean anything yet, no, but, but I think he might get his own series. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. But the thing is. 
too little, too late. Yeah, what is the deal? Anyway, whatever. Okay, characters to watch. Go for it. You go first. You do your number 10. I'll do my number 10, and then we'll count down. Number 10, Daredevil. Oh, because of the TV show? Yeah, he's got a Netflix show, and I think if it jumps on... I mean, people that have their Netflix shows are very dedicated to their Netflix shows, especially their original series. So if it catches on, like something like House of Cards... Daredevil is going to be somebody that Marvel's going to want to push. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about those shows. All right, uh, number 10, Gwen Stacy. Um, not the 6161, 616 <laughs> individual. The, the one from Spider-Verse. So Spider-Gwen? Yeah, she's going to get her own title. and uh, We'll see. Yeah, she almost yeah. made my list. Oh, really? Number so that's, how, that's how I gauge my success. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was number 11. <laughs> number 9 is Spider-Man. Uh, when is Spider-Man not, like, the big dog of the Marvel Universe? See, that's a cop-out. But it's true. <laughs> he is. He Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, they don't come close to being Spider-Man. This is <laughs> no, Spider-Man's they're... universe, and they're all living in it. They they don't come close to being Spider Man. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number nine for me, Miles Morales, and I think that he is a character to watch over the next year. Um, and we'll get to our predictions later. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, number eight is Ms. Marvel. The- uh. Wait, Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel? Ms. Marvel. Okay. The in the Inhuman Girl. Yes. That I loved so much. Uh, yes. There's a reason that she's been propelled to where she is right now. There's a reason that Marvel will mention her in every single interview possible, even though she's not selling what you know thirty other titles are selling. There's some reason. That Ms. Marvel is talked about every other sentence from Marvel headquarters. Do you have an inkling, or are you just saying that? Oh, I think she's going to be in the movie. I think she's going to be in the Inhumans movie. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. My number eight is Thane, which is Thanos's son. Hmm. And uh, he did just show up, so it's a little bit of cheating, but he, he, I think he's going to play a big role in the, um, oh, the Vortex. The yeah, vortex. yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, you know, I hope that Hickman takes all his loose ends and kind of wraps them up. Because, you know, he kind of, thing just disappeared after Infinity, right? Yeah, he's just, poof, gone. Yep, yep. And a couple more of those guys that uh, he's been using are on my list, too. So I'm hoping he wraps things up. For the sake of your list. But that's the only reason, yeah. Number seven, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> he was he was Marvel's big dog this past year. I don't, I don't see why they're going to stop promoting him and having him be everywhere in everything. <laughs> on every girl's Pinterest board. It, are you serious? Well, yeah, like cute little versions of him. Oh. Everywhere gotcha. on Instagram, everywhere. 
I thought Instagram was when you take pictures, not when you just find pictures. You can do whatever you want with it. Uh, I'll leave it alone. And you can okay. check out the Marvel 616 politics on Instagram. I love to. That's ah, my favorite thing. Okay. Number seven, Ant-Man. Mm, good one. I mean, he's on your list, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I figured. All right. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six, female Thor. Uh, her title, she's on issue number three and still in the top ten. That's, what? That's unheard of. What? Are that, you serious? Yeah. That, that book is garbage. <laughs> it just does not happen. Number one sold 150,000 copies. And then number two, I think, went to like number four. And uh, number three, the, the numbers just came out. I think it was at number six. Like, people are into this. They're digging it. And Marvel's, Marvel's no fool. They're going to keep this going, and they're going to keep making money off this. Oh, it's so stupid. Nothing is happening in that book. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, she fought some frost giants. Oh, she fought the minotaur that Thor fought a couple issues ago. Oh, whatever the two-faced elf guy, Malekith, he's back. Nothing is going on in that book. It's stupid. It's <laughs> dumb. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> the art's good? No, it is not. Oh, oh I hate the art, too. It's... <laughs> I, I I changed my. <laughs> Who's your number six? Uh, my number six is Agent Coulson. Mm. I think uh, with the Shield book. Let me ask you about the Shield book. <laughs> okay, I read the first issue. Not a huge fan. It's Mark Wade, so it's okay. This is in the six one six. Yeah. Like people have said that. Yeah. You know, okay, you know how I felt about Star-Lord finally getting fleshed out and because because of the movie? Yeah. I think that's a good thing. And I think that Coulson has not been the same character in the books that we read. Um, you know, Battle Scars all the way till now Secret Avengers. He has not been the same Coulson as we see in the movie. But this book seems to make him the same Coulson as what is in the Shield show. So I think that's good because he'll finally become his own distinct character. Um, did you read Shield number one? I only read half of it. The first half, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Okay, the first half. That was the part I enjoyed because it talked about how he was just so obsessed with um, these these heroes, and that's why he has the job he has because it made you know he's made sense. He learned everything he could, and so even though it was all hero worship. It made sense to go into the intelligence agency. That's really cool. But to bring in Fitz and Patrick and Gerald or whatever their name is, Fitz Morris, Fitz what is their name? Simmons. Fitz Simmons, yeah. Uh, into the Marvel U, into the 616, because I just uh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, a fan. But you got to watch him. He's number six. <laughs> yeah, well, he's someone to watch, yes. Uh, number right. five for me is Black Panther. Ooh. Black Panther will be making, well, officially will be in next year's Captain America Civil War. Unless we see something, uh, a cameo or something of him in Age of, Ultra, Age of Ultron. Uh, but I think he's going to be one to watch. Marvel is going to be strategically setting him up 
so that there's material on the shelves for next year when everybody wants to read Black Panther. And uh, with his spot in the Illuminati, and after what he did to Namor, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of him. Interesting pick. I didn't even think about him. (laughs) How sad is that? Uh, Number five, Doctor Strange. I think the same thing. They're going to put more stuff on the shelves for him in the next coming years. Year. Yes. Yes. Next year's his movie. Mm-hmm. Number three. Oh, number four. We're going to go to number four. Uh, Steve Rogers. Uh, he's got a movie, as I said, coming out next year. <laughs> right. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think it... You know, I'm not Marvel... But I don't know how wise it would be to a new person to walk into a comic book store and find out that the Steve Rogers they just saw on the movie screen is a 75-year-old man. Here's what I'm worried about. Just like we're saying now that they're padding the shelves for, you know, they'll probably do it for Black Panther, they'll probably do it for Doctor Strange in preparation. What if they're doing it for Falcon to take over and Steve's going to die in Civil War? Well, that's a, that's a lot of the rumor that I'm hearing uh, is that that uh, Bucky will actually take over is what I'm hearing. It, well, that's what, I, that's what I originally thought. But, I mean, Bucky had his time as Captain America. But now we have a, a character that was introduced in the movies who is now Captain America. We yeah and and there's I see I see both sides because people are saying Bucky because it is the natural transition in the comic book but also that Sebastian Stan has signed a nine picture deal for Marvel that's a ton of movies there are only ten Marvel movies out right now so he signed on for nine my goodness uh, <laughs> but then the other thing is you know Falcon is in the book. Falcon is in Age of Ultron. Falcon is in Civil War. It it would be it could make they'll sense. Probably, they'll probably just do an original sin thing, and then that's how they'll use Bucky. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> but and then the other thing is, you know, Steve Rogers was kind of a. I wasn't sure whether to put him or not because they've got a million issues of Captain America with Steve Rogers as Captain America. So they can just throw some some stuff into a trade, reissue some some floppies, and they're good to go. They don't have to put him back into the Marvel Universe as Captain America. So I don't know. Hmm. That was my risky one. <laughs> That's your risky? <laughs> okay, I'm getting to my risky ones. Oh, oh really? I thought we already hit those. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Number four, Hyperion. Oh. <laughs> Did you just laugh? Did you just laugh at me? That's gas. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith. I have faith that Hickman is going to bring all this around and use him and that he had a, a reason for bringing him uh, to the 616. And it's going to end up in this whole climax of everything he's doing. But so much so that he would be the fourth biggest in 2015? 
No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> okay. I didn't order them like this, like that. Yes, you are correct. I, I misordered them. Did you not do a countdown to number one? I, I didn't think I was stupid. I'm dumb. <laughs> Well, this week, as you will see with the next three, (laughs) (laughs) then I'll be winning next year. (laughs) You certainly will. All right, Uh, number three, Black Bolt. (laughs) Oh, that's a good. That's a good pick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really worried about your next three. (laughs) Okay. Are you gonna say X Nihilo? No, I. That, he almost made the list. Oh he no! Almost, he almost did. On oh, X Nihilo and Electro, you're gonna put them on the list. Stop! Just stop talking. Okay. I don't. I don't want you to guess because. Oh, okay. <laughs> because there's a good chance that you'll you'll if you keep guessing. Oh. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? Uh, Night Mask. What? <laughs> Isn't he the? Where did that come isn't from? that isn't that the guy who is a uh, star brand is, is he plays opposite him yeah yeah him you don't even know who the person <laughs> is that you picked <laughs> no I think again that they brought him and star brand in for a reason last year I picked star brand <laughs> this year I'm picking night mask it makes sense I mean, I could have put Black Swan, but I think that she's dead now, hopefully. So So you don't think those were just some of his fan favorite picks to throw in because that's who he likes? I think that he's telling a big story and it's all going to wrap around. And he has positioned, he kind of uh, assembled his team because he said, okay, this is what I want to happen. Who has the the different abilities that I need when I'm going to wrap this up? Gotcha. And my next one has to do with that, too. So, there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Number two is Ant-Man. See, that makes a lot more sense (laughs) than what I did. Dude, like, Ant-Man, go to Marvel.com. There's, like, (laughs) Ant-Man stuff everywhere. (laughs) It's all over the place. And his movie comes out in July. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. My number two is Thor. Okay. Male Thor. Uh, because he lost his axe, or I'm sorry, because he lost his hammer, and he's with Hyperion, and they're sent across the universe to figure out what is going on, I think that there's going to be a lot more character development that Hickman's going to do with him. Um, and actually, I think that out of all the characters we've seen more character development with him, with Hickman than, than most that Hickman deals with. So I think without his hammer, he's really going to be looking about, well, you know, what am I here for? I'm totally expendable. That's why I'll volunteer for this mission. And anyway, that's why I picked him. No, I think that's a good one. Uh, so number one, Dr. Strange. (laughs) Okay. Good pick. I I think, you know, like you had talked about what happened with him with uh, Mephisto. 
He's appeared in the X-Men books. He's on the Illuminati. He's got a movie coming out. I think Marvel is going to work on uh, what they want magic to mean for the 616 universe. And it's going to... For the 616 or the, or the cinematic? Well, for the 616 universe, so that when the cinematic comes out, there's a bit of cohesion there. So I think Doctor Strange is... And they have... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Everyone talks about how huge he is. So Marvel's going to want to have a lot of material out there. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. My number one does not make sense. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to... I put Apocalypse. Uh, Because after now that he's full grown, he's no longer Evan anymore, he's no longer Genesis... um, I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with him. So maybe this was a list of me wanting to see what they're going to do with these characters instead of the most used characters. I may have done this wrong. Well, that That's okay, but didn't Genesis revert back to Genesis? Did he? I mean, after the inversion spell, I'd assume that he went back to... Did it show that? I don't... No, I can't remember off the top of my head, and now we're going to sound like morons on our own podcast. <laughs> yes, we're definitely uh, experts on the 616 and what's going on. No, but, I mean, that was what interested me because it was like, okay, well, now that he's grown up and everything, does he still have the tendencies of Apocalypse? They're just going to walk around with him at the school and be like, hey, Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Yeah. You know, I when... When Angel reverted back, so Remender brought Evan forward. His name was Genesis. He had the potential to become Apocalypse. And then Angel got totally wiped out. You had a clean slate good and a clean slate bad. It could have been such a great story, but we have we seen Angel in a long time? He usually just kind of flies around in the background. He's an idiot. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a, a, a you know... His mental capacity has been totally wiped from him. Yeah, I really thought something was going to be done with him. You know, like it, the, makes, what, it makes me wonder if they're just going to use the new ones. What do you mean? Well, we have a new Cyclops title, right? We have Angel. Oh. Uh, the old, the only Angel is out of the picture, so, but the new Angel is more in the picture. Wasn't there supposed to be a Jean Grey comic that came out it's uh, my sources are telling me it's still coming oh really yes that's what i've heard but is it late or did we just hear about it super duper early i I think we probably just heard about it early okay like right now the new team of x-men has assimilated quite well in the readership of the marvel comics you know, in the readership of the 616. Yeah. And so, eventually, it may just become old hat, right? And we'll just be like, oh, yeah, that's great. I can't wait to read about these characters. And then, I mean, that'd be quite a feat if Marvel was able to pull that off. You mean to for people to just accept it or for them to write it so that it works? For people to just accept it. Oh. Uh, you think that people would? Well, I mean, I've 
I, what I'm saying right now is I've caught myself saying, oh, yeah, let's see what's going on with the X-Men, and I'm referring to the new team instead of the old team. You, sir, are a fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, my, not my babies. <laughs> a good dad knows his kids. Oh, okay. And when someone travels from the past to try and impersonate them. Okay. Right. All right. Let's let's uh let's go with our predictions. How about that? All right. Okay. I am going to read the. Oh. <laughs> what? All right. So wait. I pulled up Avengers and X Men Axis number nine. After the inversion is sent off, there's a panel of Deadpool running down the alley and into the sewer with Genesis, not with Apocalypse. Well, well, I'm glad my number one is wrong right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my thought process with that as well is that because Fox owns X-Men and the next X-Men movie is called X-Men Apocalypse, that they'll probably be straying away from any unnecessary attention on the Apocalypse character. I really appreciate you pushing it even (laughs) further down the path of wrong. Uh, I was just turning the knife a little bit. (laughs) I thought that you needed it. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Okay. Um, Last year's predictions. Uh, Number one. This is mine. Amazing Spider-Man will return, but not with its original numbering. I was correct on that. Uh, Number two. Avengers Assemble will be canceled, but Kelly Sue DeConnick will be given a second series so she can continue to have two. I was only half right with Avengers Assemble being canceled, and she was not given a second title. Uh, Marjorie Liu will be given another title regardless of how bad it is or how bad her last one was. (laughs) I was totally wrong. Um, Number four, a very big space crossover surrounding Guardians of the Galaxy with Bendis at the helm. I was half right with Trial Jean Grey. It wasn't very big, right? Yeah. Uh, Number five, Inhumans Agenda will try to take center stage through a year-long buildup culminating in an event in 2016 grooming Charles Soule to be the new premier writer. I would go ahead and say that that's wrong because Inhumans has not caught on, I don't think. No, it has not. Okay. Number six, sequel to Avengers Arena will be substantially lower quality. <laughs> I believe I was right on that Winning! <laughs> All right. Four of the new series will be canceled within the first 12 months. I think I was right. Yep. We got Iron Patriot, She-Hulk, New Warriors, and Nightcrawler got canceled, right? Oh, a lot of them. A lot more than four. Okay, tell me which ones. Uh, let me pull it up. We got All New Invaders. That's canceled? Yes. Okay. Uh, She-Hulk, X-Force, New Warriors, Avengers Undercover, probably Ghost Rider. If it has X-Force it. Is, is canceled? Yes. Thank goodness. X-Force is terrible. All New Ghost Riders, awful. <laughs> Iron Patriot... That one was actually pretty good. Uh, Nightcrawler, Electra. Uh, da, 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 da. Those are the ones that have been officially canceled. But you can more than likely add Storm, Cyclops, Iron Fist, 
Silver Surfer. You could probably Iron Fist needs to go away. Silver oh. Surfer, whatever. Um, Storm, don't don't throw in the towel, man. Oh, dude, the sales are just not there. Yeah, they're just not there. But yes, that that was a that was a correct prediction. Um, number eight, Marvel will announce a solo female movie. We were right. I was right about that. Yep. Uh, number nine, Matt Kintz will get his own ongoing title. Wrong. And, and number what, ten, who was Matt M- Kintz? Hold on. He was the guy that wrote the during the in- Inhumanity. He wrote the the uh, kind of the Academy book with all the kids from the Academy. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Eminem will be the artist on Marvel's next big event. I was wrong. It was Diodato Jr. on Original Sin. Gotcha. All right, you sir. Um, you said more Academy junk. You were wrong. <laughs> uh, Rocket Raccoon will get his own solo title. You were right. Invaders will be canceled. I put you were wrong, but apparently you were right. Yes, it's a it's a theme I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the X Men teams will reunite. Oh, wrong. Yeah. Ms. Marvel will be canceled. Wrong. No. Oh. 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 Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Time traveling will end. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man 2099 still going on and everything else. All right. War with Iron Man in Avengers Rogue Planet will occur. Were you right or half right on that one? I don't remember making that prediction. Because there was a in you know in the Rogue Planet the 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 special number one when they didn't renumber but they did the the oversized number thirty four or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, it had the whole Rogue Planet story about an Iron Man from the future and they said that he's going to make war the all the Avengers are going to make war with Iron Man are we seeing that now as time runs out or is that what you meant or you don't remember oh yeah that's totally what I meant. Okay, half right. Okay, so Storm will get her own series. You were correct. Okay, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Inhumans, and Captain Marvel movies will be announced. Whoa. You were correct. Did you know that? Because that is... (laughs) Did you know that? That is awesome. (laughs) Holy cow. When I read that, I was like, holy moly, Like, how did he do that? I am so smart. (laughs) Okay. Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Inhumans, and Captain Marvel (laughs) movies will be announced. Whoa. That's amazing. That is awesome. I'm going to play the lottery. Last one. No, you you shouldn't. Okay, I should have last year. (laughs) Remender's Uncanny Avengers will ultimately lead to a Marvel, Marvel being reset. That was wrong. It was not wrong. It could still happen. I don't think Uncanny Avengers is coming back as a title, is it? Yeah. Andy, you need to follow us on Facebook at Marvel616Politics.com slash Facebook slash... <laughs> okay. It is coming back. My bad. Yeah, okay. the Brother Voodoo, Sabretooth, Scarlet Witch, Rogue Team. That sounds great. Have you seen the, the art for it or anything? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. It's Daniel Acuna. You like him. 
Yeah, I do. Okay, I'll take a take a look. Yeah, you should just uh, take a gander at the page every once in a while. I should. I should. <laughs> you know, if I switch jobs ever, I'll do that. <laughs> I think I, I think I would have more time to to actually enjoy myself. All right. Um, we had July predictions. Did you realize this? We had what predictions? We had midterm predictions. Holy cow, we were super thorough. Yes. Okay, so in July, I predict we had five each. Okay. okay I remember one. that. Yes, good, good. <laughs> Everything Dies is referring to a Marvel reboot, so we still don't know that. Uh, number two, introducing the new characters is really just test marketing some changes that may occur in the new universe. We don't know that because there hasn't been a new universe yet. Uh, number three, the universes will converge and only one will be left and eventually spin off the others. Again, we don't know. Number four, the builders in Avengers are the Marvel editorial and creative teams. So four for four, <laughs> unknown. We don't know. <laughs> Um, we will end up with an updated Marvel U that fixes the issues of time ratios from the 616 to the real world. Again, we don't know. <laughs> so, so looking through this, I made my predictions very tangible, empirical, measurable for this year. Okay, year number five. Uh, your year other five. Number, number one, four Avenger characters going through changes will go back to their original states. So you, the four Avengers characters, I'm assuming you meant uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and I don't know which other one <laughs> you were talking about. Oh, maybe maybe that's when I'd seen previews for Claw. Oh, maybe. Or, maybe. no, wasn't that, it was... Um... I thought it was when we were talking about the girl... Uh, Captain America being like all the all the uh, we thought there was a rumor that um, that Arno was going to take yeah. his, spate, yeah, his yeah. place and he was going to be uh, gay, yeah, a homosexual, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what you were talking about. So we don't know, unknown. Um, number two, new warriors will be canceled. All new invaders and Nova canceled, but Nova will be relaunched. So you were two-thirds right. Yeah, that was a little uh, ambitious of me. Well, actually, you were half right, because can't, there's four pieces to that. So Four pieces? Yeah. Oh, yeah. then it's relaunched. Okay. <laughs> Let's not split hairs here. Are you writing this down? Goodness gracious. Okay. Number three, less emphasis on X-Men and Fantastic Four, which I'll give it to you. You were right. Boot, yeah. I think there has been less emphasis. Totally. All right. Uh, Doctor Strange and Ant-Man will get ongoing titles. Half right. Nice try. Okay. Number five, Star-Lord and Rocket will join the Avengers. No. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was last year. Okay. Why don't you give me yours? Did you number these? I did. Did you? So it's like leading up to... How did you do this? Um... I don't know. Like, I guess, like, most important. Okay. Okay. All right. Kind of. All right. Go for it. You give me your number 
110, whatever you want. Yeah, number 10. Uh, Steve Rogers will take up the mantle of Captain America. Oh, this year, huh? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't think that the all-new Captain America with Falcon is going to last for 12 issues? Uh, really, I had to put this list together quickly before we went on air. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that same excuse for my character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number ten, Miles Morales will come and stay in the six one six. I would agree with that. Okay. Number nine, the Ultimate Universe will close up shop. Mm. Uh Yeah, I have that on my list as well. Something down there. Yep. Uh, my number nine, Wolverine comes back. Right around Christmas time. What? what? Or by Christmas is let's let's do that so I have a better chance of getting it right. <laughs> what makes you think that? Um, because they're doing a weekly series. And so they're titling it Wolverines and I think that fifty two issues, if it does continue to be a weekly series, you could lead up to a giant climax and so you could make it seem like it's been longer than it really has. Hmm. Interesting theory. Yeah. Very DC of you. Ah, yes. Very DC of Marvel. If you yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight. More continuity will be retcon to go with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ugh, it just kills me. And Scott. Uh, it's so sad. It is. That's why I don't like the S.H.I.E.L.D. book. Well, the, the stuff that they're... I'm not even picking it up because I know it, it's just going to be silly, but the, the uh, Peggy Carter comic book are you picking that up she's gonna get her own ongoing i thought there was a one shot that had to do with you know how they do like marvel's avengers one of two and it has to do with the movies yeah it came out that one that came out that's what it is that it that came out last week no i don't pick it up if it has to do with just the movies and it has no bearing on the 616 no it does it takes what? place in the 616 are you sure yes so that's why I was like, oh, no. Crap. <laughs> that means I gotta go back and buy it and read it. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Was that your number eight? Yes. All right. Number eight Winter Soldier gets canceled. Bucky Barnes' Winter Soldier gets canceled. Totally agree. Have you read that book? I couldn't make it through the first issue. It is like. It's so out of whack. Like, the Winter Soldier is doing these things, these adventures, these these crazy... And it, is it come out bi-monthly? They have so many titles. I, I refuse to believe that they come out monthly. They can't. It's a very sad title. The art is interesting, but not for the subject matter. They They could have done so much with him coming off the third biggest movie of the year. And they yeah. decided to... Take who he was, totally change it, and send him off planet. What? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Okay. Number seven. Of the 29 new books launched in 2014, six will be around by the end of 2015. (laughs) Okay. That means i got to keep track of my list (laughs) for next year. I have to count them all up. Okay. Um... Number seven, Ms. Marvel will not be canceled in 2015. You're, I think you're right. 
Well, then, so I guess my, my, uh, I could have done Amazing Spider-Man will not be canceled. This is, yeah, but you would <laughs> think that this is a book that would get canceled. It's selling fairly, I mean, it's selling mid-range and Marvel is pushing it, pushing, they're pushing it like they're pushing in human. Are they still pushing Inhuman? Yeah. That book's not that good either. No, but they and the Inhumans are everywhere. I tell you, I I'm so bar, far behind on my books. I really am seriously contemplating dropping a, a lot of these because they're not going to be around. I don't care about the characters, so what's the point? You know? Yeah, the, so many of them are just like maxi series. Yeah. Which is good. It gives new characters an opportunity for me to be exposed to them if I want. But never have I felt less compelled to keep up with the entire 616. Like during Dark Reign, I needed to read everything because everything was impacted by Dark Reign. That's what was going on. But not now. Not now. Okay. All right, let's see. Number six. Uh, lots of new solo titles will be launched. See, I, I, did, I did ten predictions that were very much like that. Very, you can't measure them. And then I said, ah, this is crap. I have to do ten predictable ones so yours is, i know you did these quickly okay no, don't you, give me that excuse you just again. called mine crap <laughs> <laughs> you i did the same thing and i was like that's crap well so i guess mine is too <laughs> well by the commutative property yes <laughs> <laughs> well I, what um, i mean is like never before has marvel launched so many new titles as they did this year like almost 30 titles is crazy and, yes. But they've seen that this is the new formula that they're going by. These new series, most of them will get at least 12 issues. If they sell around 24, 25, 26,000 issues, they'll continue them on to 18 and see where it goes from there. I think this is the formula. So I think, and when they're taking, when they're, they're pushing titles like Squirrel Girl solo series, I think a lot of solo titles that we wouldn't even guess are going to be launched next year. Yeah, and I have mixed feelings about that. It makes me excited at one point, but then at the other, it's like... Because not only are more characters being used, but they're actually looking at more genres. Yeah. There's more of an indie feel, there's more humor, there's more horror and spy and romance, and and, and a lot... You know, not only... You could do a Squirrel Girl very serious, dark, and gritty... Or you could do one that's that's humorous, or you could do one that's romance. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it could still be the same character. It just depends on the writer. So I think it gives a, a lot more combinations for them to try, and you know, it, depending on how well they sell, they'll they'll cycle through them. So I'll, I'll still give it a try. It's just the cohesive universe type thing is feels like it's breaking apart. Which maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't care if the 616 is the main publishing universe. So, like, why would they even reboot if they can just do what they want and there's no cohesion? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, my number six is actually a big deal, I think. It's a new writer on Avengers. I think that in this year, there's a good chance Hickman is going to wrap up his run on Avengers and finish telling his story. 
And I, after he finishes telling his story, he's not going to stay on the book. He's he's going to peace out, and we're going to get a new writer, I think. Hmm. I don't know about that. That's fine. It's my prediction. It is, yeah. I I feel like he still has more story to tell. And I think he's he's smart enough that he closes up shop when he doesn't hang on past his story. But if he's if you look at if you look at Shield and you look at Fantastic Four and you look at FF when he was done telling his story, he said, "Okay, I'm done this chapter. I got to move on. I'm not going to just write for for nothing." No, but I think that a lot of his stuff has has been leading into Secret War, Secret Wars, and and time running out and what may happen. That I guess I figured he'd be setting that up as well. Um, I think that that he is going to jump off during that Secret War thing. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. Uh, That was your number, what was that? That was my number six, so your number five. is Number five, confirmation that Spider-Man will appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ooh, that's good. Right now it's all still rumors and all that stuff, but I think it's going to be confirmed next year. I mean this year. Um, uh, my number five is New Avengers and Avengers World will come to an end. So not be canceled, just just end. What's the difference? Canceled seems like you don't wrap up your story. Canceled seems like, hey, it's not selling that well. We're going to pull the plug, try to wrap it up. Kind of like Avengers Undercover. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like you like the writer would go to editorial and say, "Okay, I'm going to be ending my series and uh, ending the stories." So, you know, feel free to fill in the publishing gap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, let's see. Next uh, is that number four. Yes. Uh, how do I? I must have. Oh, there it is. Okay, sorry. Mine are not in order. Uh, they were just all over the place. Uh, Doctor Strange and Ant-Man will become focal heroes in the Marvel Universe, a la Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I guess that's true. I can't see them... I don't. I can't see something huge going around, around Ant-Man. Well, but, but I mean, Star-Lord, I didn't see that either, and they found a way to make him important in space. Right. Not so much on Earth. Right. So maybe he'll join an ant colony and be like the most and important one there. Rule the world. Did you read the number one yet? I did. I have not read it yet. I liked it. Good. Good. It was, I think that's probably going to be the tone of the movie, somewhat humorous. Okay. All right. So kind of one of those goofy books we were talking about. I think we, we saw the trailer and Jackie was like, what is this? Is the ant super big or is he super small? He has a pet ant. Like who? And I was like, you gotta understand, this guy was made in the '60s. Like his character, and they couldn't change the name. And and uh, that was a gag in the in the trailer. Like, can we can we change the name? Um, she was like, I don't care about this movie at all. I was like, eh. you know, all the Avengers contracts are running out, so they they have to make <laughs> <laughs> they have to put new people in there. 
Yeah, Jennifer felt the same way. And I somewhat did, too. It was probably the least exciting Marvel trailer I've ever seen. Yeah, but I think that the actors will do well. Yeah, if you have Paul Rudd and... Uh, Michael Douglas? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got a great cast right there. Yeah. Just the two of them. Uh, my number four, Spider-Man title will be even more outlandish <laughs> and farther from the character that we love than ever how, at the end of this year. So how do you measure that? Yeah, that's true. Because I had made a list like that, too, and I read that one. I was like, that's crap. <laughs> that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> so outlandish, what do you mean? It's, it's not Spider-Man. Hey, why doesn't Spider-Man just save the whole world? Hey, why doesn't the whole multiverse... You know what? You, Spider-Man, you're our leader. Because you went up against this guy and almost died, but he evaporated. So you, out of all the Spider-Mans across all infinite realities... It's just so stupid. (laughs) Well, who would you choose to be the leader Spider-Man? It's it's a dumb story. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yes. So, are you Team Spider Ham? <laughs> team Spider Ham? No. Or do you like the one in, that is like in the Japanese Power Ranger robot? No, no. I like my my Peter Parker before Dan Slott was on the board. <laughs> he has butchered. And the thing is, like, I think what really gets me, I can ignore a lot of his stories. But I can't ignore percentages. Every issue that he writes, he increases his percentage of ownership on the character. Because Amazing Spider-Man only has so many issues, and everyone he writes... Like, he's up to, like, almost 150 issues or something like that, right? done a ton. Right. And so they've only had 700 or so issues... And so he's got a huge chunk of them. I don't like that. Well, I'm glad that you're honest. <laughs> the numbers don't lie and I hate them. <laughs> All right, my next one is that more characters will be revealed as being inhuman. Oh. And you're specifically talking about Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch? Well, I think they will be, but I mean... Toro was revealed that, sorry, you thought you were a mutant for, you know, since 1939? You're not. You're an inhuman. Who's Toro? That little young human torch guy. Oh. Oh. I'm like, it's just not necessary. If you're going to be picking Toro to be an inhuman, who else are you going to pick? Where did we we see that? When when was that? Oh, gosh. I think that was in All New Invaders. You read that? No, it was big talk on all the forums. Uh, People were like, it's beginning. Yeah, yeah, not good. Not good. All right, number three, Miracle Man will finally have his own new content book. <laughs> Why are they not calling him Marvel Man? Is it, what's going on here? Yeah, that's a good question. Would you pick it up if they do that? Yes. You would? Yeah, I'd at least give it... I mean, yes, I would. 
I, uh, I'm a sucker. That was number three, right? Yes. Okay. Why would, why is this called Miracle Man and not Marvel Man? I don't understand. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> All right. All right. Number two is a bit of a stretch, but the X-Men slash mutants will be shuttled off to some off-world, like another universe or another timeline or something away from the Marvel 616. All of them? I believe so. Kind of maybe like a Heroes Were Born type of thing. Oh. For what purpose? Because of the Fox Marvel thing? I believe so. That's rough. I, I hope I am super wrong on a lot of my list. I'd be totally <laughs> fine with that. Yeah, I uh, I don't think I don't think I like that. I don't. Because I said the X-Men were supposed to reunite last year. <laughs> okay, my number two. We finally see the end of the 1610 universe. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. That'd be uh, The ultimate universe is is going away. The, the ultimate universe is the 1610 universe? Yeah. Yeah. So what about the Marvel 1610 universe like with the old school characters? What are you talking about? Like, um... That's 1602. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, and that's only 1602 because that's the year it's in. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. Is that gas again? <laughs> All right, number one, and I'm sad to say it, Marvel 616 Universe will reboot. Uh, you think that's going to happen in this year? I hope it doesn't. <laughs> if that happens, then I definitely the the mine are going to happen with the new writer on Avengers and the and new Avengers and Avengers World is going to end. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's sad. All right, my number one, by the end of the year, 10% of every week's publishing lineup will be a Star Wars book. Ooh. Look at you. So, so that's only two two books a week that are going to be Star Wars books. And I think right now they have Star Wars, they have Leia, and they have Vader. Yes. Right? Yes. On the docket. And Star Wars number one has already sold over a million copies. Just the, what? The, a million? A million. It's the highest since Batman number 500. Darth Vader has pre-orders for 200,000 copies. A million is a lot of books, dude. They're, and they've already gone back to a second printing. They have set, It wasn't even that good. <laughs> they came... There were 73, I think, 73 or 74 variant covers... For Star Wars number one. The Marvel is... They're smart. They're just printing money with Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, They should. I mean, but... Are you going to read any of them? No, I've never gotten into the Star Wars, so it wouldn't... You don't like the movies or anything? I've never made it through a whole one. (laughs) 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 Wow, why? I always fell asleep. (laughs) I might have to turn in my geek card. 
Is it is it because it's like it feels dated or it's boring or I haven't tried to watch them since junior high. Wow, dude. My cousin Matt loved them and would watch them and I'd always wake up with drool down the side of my face like what's going on? <laughs> so so you're not going to go see the new movie? No, huh? But you're pretty excited about it, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of a big part of my childhood. Um, I didn't get into the expanded universe at all. Um, I read a couple of the books, um, but that was it. And, but, man, I loved the movies just because I, it was a great family time. Mm. So, um, and there's some fantastic lines in there that are just great with Harrison Ford. So I'm excited to see the, where they the first the, you know the prequels that they came out with mm-hmm. wasn't a big fan. I've only seen them probably one or two times. Actually, I've only seen the second or third one one time. So the Jar Jar Binks one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember that came out when we were at Cedarville, and my roommate Dave Chakowsky. He was just like could not contain himself. Like they were, they were going to like the legit midnight showing. Like you snuck out of your dorm and oh, yeah. stayed off no, campus. Know. You know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's gonna be listening, going snuck out of your dorm. <laughs> what is that? Our dorms had a curfew. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had a curfew. Yeah. Oh well. Good time. Um. Anyway, I do think that it is a cash cow, and if they're smart, they'll do it. Um, but I think that's going to be good because finally I can catch up on my reading because I probably won't. It's not six one six, so I won't be. I won't be reading them. I would imagine it would be from what I what what I understand with Star Wars, the Star Wars property, is that it all works together. Am I correct? What do you mean? Like the continuity from TV show. Oh, oh, okay. Well, there's some... I found out... I used to think that, but I found out there's a lot of varying opinion on that. The guys over at Hideous Energy have talked at length about this (laughs) because uh, Austin is is super duper into Star Wars. Um, But I thought everything was connected and everything was canon. But when Marvel... Or when Disney bought it... um, that is no longer the case. And so they're like starting over, I think. I think they're saying that the that the movies are canon. All six of them and the new ones that are coming out are all canon. And then everything moving forward is canon. And actually, when, over Christmas break, I talked to my brother-in-law and his wife about this. And I said, how do you feel about this? And his wife who never used to be into Star Wars until she got married to him, she said, I am very upset. When I realized that Han and Leia couldn't be, it could be that they're not married, she was like, I'm I'm crushed. This is ridiculous. Because in the end of Return of the Jedi, they just leave it, they're, they're not married, but in the books later they get married and everything. Well, I said... That's very interesting to me because, you know, a lot of DC fans felt the same way. They were like, wait a minute, what happened? What didn't happen? And I said, and the Marvel fans are kind of facing that too because everybody thinks they're going for a reboot of the whole universe. Mm. 
And I said, that's, that's when I might drop all the books. And she said, well, I totally understand that because I'm really upset. I don't know if I want to continue because there's so much content out there that we've read, that we've played, that we've taught our kids. That, that we've now bought. It just, it just didn't happen. Yeah. So, well, anyway. My understanding from an article I read today uh, is that the comics will be a part of that shared canon. The, the new ones. Yes. Yeah, but not the Dark Horse ones. No. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I think you're. I think you're right. But I started reading the uh, the Star Wars one that came out this past week, mm-hmm. and I only got like a quarter of the way through, and I was like, you know what? I don't really. I don't care. I don't care about this Oof. because if Jabba's still alive, that means that. Well, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I know Jabba is the big blobby. Green guy. He's a worm type of thing. He's a hut, I guess. And so, yeah. he If he's still alive, they kill him in Return of the Jedi. So that means we're dropping in in the middle of the story. And I, I really thought about this. Like, why is this different than, like, Marvel? Well, because Marvel is like, okay, this stuff has already happened. Now, moving forward, it's a clean slate. We have no idea what's going on, right? Uh-huh. But they've had Marvel titles where they had um, Iron Man Legacy was one, where it's like, oh, this is these are stories that used to happen to Iron Man yeah. that fit in. Yeah. Well, I don't really care because I know what happens. It has no bearing. Exactly. So the same with Star Wars. Like That's why I don't care about the prequels because I know where we ended up. I don't really care about how how we got there. That's why I don't care about the stupid uh, Return of the Planet of the Apes or Dawn of the Time of the Monkeys or whatever. Oh, they're so good. Are they? Yeah, they're great. See, a lot of people have told me that, but I just don't care because I know that the monkeys take over. (laughs) Yes, but sometimes learning how it got there because you start the first Planet of the Apes and you're like, okay, the monkeys own the world, but... How? Like, it's like with Walking Dead. I want to know, how did the virus come about? What is going on? Yeah, but do you, I mean, can't they just tell you that instead of, like, walking you through, like, oh, I fed the monkey today? And Well, but that's part of the interesting part is because, I mean, it's like reading history. You know, you want to read about, like, how did Hitler get to that point? It wasn't just one day Hitler is running almost the whole world, what were the steps that led up to that? What were some of these intricate stories of, you know, how he worked with Italy and how he surprised the Russians? And, like, what is... Those are the, the meat and potatoes of the big picture. As as much as I agree with you, do you think that if... I can't, I can't even frame this... If there was a if there was a movie franchise that you really cared about that wasn't connected to the Marvel universe, is there one? No, uh, Taken. I like Taken. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I don't. I don't know if that works. What do you think? Well, I, uh, well, I'm trying to think like if Hunger Games or. Uh, okay. All right. So yeah, the Hunger Lord of Games. The Rings. Like. Well, let let let's do let's do the Hunger Games. Did you read the books or no? no. Okay, let's say you watch the movies, all 17 of them or whatever, and then uh, you go back and they 
there's a comic book about what happened in the middle, in between a couple of the movies. Well, you know that there may be a life-threatening situation or something just to make it exciting, but you know everybody makes it out on okay because they're in the other movie, right? Yeah. Well, would that hold your interest? Like, to know, like, unless they told you how it was going to get there, like, you need to read this to understand this movie, then what does it matter? Well, sometimes you want to know how they got there. If I just started off the story telling you, all right, so Hitler rules Europe, and he's about to take over England, you say, whoa, 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 whoa. How did he get to power that this one man has convinced all these people to follow him and he's in charge? Where well, I I think I agree with you on that because to in order to understand, it's not self-contained. You have to know what came before. But the way that this is, it's like, oh, well, this movie is self-contained and you can, you don't have to read it or you can read it but we're giving you this opportunity to just get a little bit more of the character, not even like who they really are behind the scenes. Look, it's just more of something that I don't know. I I don't like going back and saying, all right, well a filler, like they had a comic book for inception, the cobalt job. Remember, did you watch inception? No. Okay. (laughs) This. I cannot relate to you. I don't know what's going on here. I can't pick it. Uh, did you watch – have you watched all of Walking Dead? I watched the first three episodes so see, like, and then thought thought to myself, this is gross. But you were able to watch it and not need to know how it came about. Those are not in the same universe. The comic and the and the and that is not in the same universe. No, they're not, but you wouldn't – I'm talking – now I think we're talking about different things. Okay. I'm talking about a cross medium thing. Like movies to comics. Okay, I was not like, talking about that. <laughs> in the same in the same canon. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> but I'm glad we had that ten minute conversation on two totally different ideas. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, I think we're done, right? Yeah, that this was a good episode. Okay, alright. Well, Maybe, I mean, we did have on the docket Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. Oh. Maybe next time. Okay, we'll get it next time. That, that sounds good. Yeah, it, we, we, it, it's still going on. It takes forever. There so. you go. Next time, Scott. Or Slot. We know what's going on. You want us to critique your work. Mm-hmm. All right, well, this is Marvel 616 Politics. Thank you for listening. You can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. You can visit our website, marvel616politics.com. You can follow us on Twitter at 616politics. You can look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash marvel616politics. You can give us a call, leave us a message, 616-755-TINA. You can look us up on Instagram and on YouTube, marvel616politics. We are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Go there, spend some money, but save even more. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership, CRPSavings.com. You can also go there, purchase a membership for $39, 
and save some money on all of your needs through Office Depot. And lastly, we're sponsored by MichaelWebSolutions.com. For all of your SEO and marketing needs, go to MichaelWebSolutions.com. It's dot com. So, that's it. That was the awards show. The Marvies, if you will. The Marvies. <laughs> all right. We'll see how we fare next year. <laughs> so, until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics. <laughs>